Hello and welcome to the 14 Questions Podcast. It's once again Monday. There you are. here in lovely North Carolina. Or welcome back. You know, welcome, come on. Oh, I just ran right over top of it. Jesus. Yeah, there you are. I do these things from time to time. So, um, yeah, weekend, no weekend, nothing to report. Nope. I mean, you know, I'm in the process of moving, so that's always fun. That is fun. Yeah, terribly. Um, of course, you're having just a wonderful time with this AC unit still. Yeah, there is that. Well, um... We'll update folks on that when I find out what's actually going on with the unit in the studio. But anyhow, it's not too hot. No thanks to Senville, who manufactured the lovely unit in the mall there. Yeah, I know. I mean in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take they, a jab where I can. So. They've, they've promised to work with us. I hope they do. I, I do, too. They do. You know, I've been rather nice. Thus far. I mean, they've been, they've been pretty good. They've they been pretty nice. Two yeah. components overnight air freight from Canada. So yeah, it turns out they were the wrong components and they don't really know how to fix your unit. So it's a thing. We'll see one step at a time, right? There you go. Speaking of Canada, well, we had two after the break, we're going to get into some more news in Canada, but it is Monday. We're recording Monday evening and uh, yeah, they're having an election up there. Oh yeah. 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 That's a thing. I hadn't even thought yeah. about it. I, you know, I'm sort of curious, but apparently it's pretty close and I, I don't know. Just neck and neck. Hey, hey, I don't, <laughs> as Trudeau did a thing, snap election, wanted to, you know, do a, a parliamentary quick, quick. Yeah. We'll quick see and how dirty, that, right? Yeah. We'll see how that works out. I don't know. It'll be fine. All, all for the greater good. Yeah, well, we'll be monitoring this. I mean, you know, maybe it'll be, during the break, I'm actually going to look into this and see if any polling now that it's evening time down here. But uh, no, I guess they wouldn't. Some stuff might be coming in. They still have the they have the whole West Coast thing, like we yeah, do. It's yeah, just it's just like us. Be, yeah, we, turns, yeah. It turns out we share coastlines, so the yeah, time hours. zones roll about the same as they do hours. down south here. Mm -hmm. So we'll be keeping a close eye on that. And then uh, what else going on today? Oh, we've got a harvest moon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Harvest moon, full moon once again. Yeah. You know, it goes through its phases. Yeah. Much, but this one, much like life, right? No, but this is going to be, <laughs> I want to, you know, I'm going to go out there because these are, these can be pretty impressive down where we are. You know? Yeah. They can be absolutely beautiful. Yeah. You know, at least it's not a solar eclipse, you know, don't look at it or you'll go blind. <laughs> Stare at it too long and you'll burn your retinas for life. So we actually did a, um, pretty deep dive into a pretty serious uh, topic. But we thought we'd touch on, and this is kind of funny because we were looking for a pivot, you know, just to have one. And, and we, we can't find one because we were going to look at like the top Google images or images of all time. And to be quite honest, folks, it's, it's kind of boring. I mean, other than, you know, I don't know, there's some funny memes and stuff. Did you, get, did you find anything? No, I, I, I knew you had the list up there. I didn't want to spoil it. No, it's, it's just, but I can't imagine like if, if you take a homogenized list of all of the Google searches, it's going to be pretty boring for the top results just by nature of, hmm. you know, the more fringe and unique and awesome these things get and the less mainstream they become a lot of the time. So you're, you're going to have pretty, pretty vanilla average results. I would think at the top of the list. Well, so if you break it down to, you know, photography, then you get into some really cool stuff. Right. And, and then it's like, okay, that's pretty jaw dropping, you know, wow. Um, 
But, you know, they divide this stuff up into, you know, sports and memes. And obviously, you know, cats have their own, own whole category. The, the sole reason for the existence of the Internet is to share pictures and memes of cats and cute yeah. little videos, right? Everything else is subservient to that effect. But these, they're just not that good. I mean, even, even right now, I'm looking up like the top gifts or whatever. And I'm like, it's kind of like now I, I see better stuff in my Twitter feed. Maybe that just says something about me. <laughs> <laughs> that your Twitter feed is tailored to your wants, needs, interests, and desires, perhaps? Perhaps. I mean, maybe yeah. that's it, yeah. But it, well, the, one, the one thing I did come across was this um, article. Actually, this, was, this is crazy. It was updated um, 28th of April, 2021 by um, Ella Parsons. Not even updated. No, they just ran this. So it's, it's a pretty interesting article if you, anybody wants to track this one down. It's the finest Google Doodles of all time. Because I had totally forgotten about the Google Doodle. Yeah, and they've been doing it forever, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, it starts off describing what was going on with uh, the two founders, Larry Page and uh, Sergey Brin. You know, they were apparently in August 98, you know, just as they were incorporated for two years. So I guess they haven't, they weren't, you know, the behemoth they are now. Um, they're heading to Burning Man Festival. It's kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to read this, uh, read this article. Definitely now. Oh, I got to click through and allow cookies. Yeah, that's a thing. Every time. Every, every time. time. Yeah. God bless the new standards of the internet here. Mm -hmm. Ask permission for everything, which is good, I guess. Consent and whatnot. It's just another TOS, <laughs> just another day. There you have it. Anyhow, do we do we want to touch on this topic before break? Because it's going to be a little hard. We're, we're going to get a little techie, techie on people. I mean, just a little bit, I think. We're not, I, I don't know how deep we're going to go, but we may end up going relatively deep down the rabbit hole. We shall see. But. Well, given the available information, you can only go so far on this particular winged horse. Yes, for now, it's, there's only so much available because, you know, the investigation into this thing is still somewhat ongoing, I suppose. I would, I would say so. And, and yeah. I think there's some reading between the lines on some of the pretty impressive reporting. But I'm sure some lots of eyes were on that. Like, um, let's not quite go this far and say a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking, yeah. talking about flying horses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Specifically um, Pegasus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Pegasus is a Trojan horse. Sort of. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Wait, no more hints. All right. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. All right. Sit tight. questions it's a quick break just a quick one it's the same yeah. length as every week well for the listeners yeah. <laughs> at least in the final product yeah, there you go From time to time it's 10 minutes the occasional hour and for us even a few days once or twice who knows yeah this um so i got a little sidetracked there with the uh, google doodles um it's kind of this this whole thing is kind of interesting Maybe we ought to do a whole episode on it, but it might be a fun one to cover because I, I didn't realize, I mean, it makes sense that 
there's a Google Doodle archive. And while we're sitting here on the break, just poking around the internet and chatting and having a good time at the 14 questions, I start looking at the Doodle archive and realize there's so much that we don't see because it's custom tailored globally where you're at to your region and et cetera, yeah, yeah. et cetera. So it's interesting to go down that and start to see, oh, yeah, if I was in Costa Rica, I'd be seeing this today. And if I was over there in Canada two months ago, I'd be looking at that instead of what we had here. And yeah. Just, so, folks, we'll... um We'll, uh, we'll throw this up there on the, the tweets and the spaces and all that. I'll put a link up to this uh, little article that I'm reading here. It's pretty fascinating. Some good stuff there. Anyhow, why are we talking, why are we talking about images? Why are we talking about images? Because we're, we're going to be talking about Pegasus. Yeah. Uh, which people have been talking about since, oh, I don't know, 2016 or so. But it's recently come back up again in the news. Yeah, so I've got to give a, you know, thank you, New York Times, for um, letting me read this article. Uh, but uh, basically, the uh, the New York Times put in an article, some really, really um, in-depth reporting on the um, issue of the uh, emergency security update for the uh, spyware flaw that they found um, on iOS devices and OS devices in the ecosystem of Apple. So this was... Uh, Nicole um, Perelroth, uh, first published uh, September 13th and was updated just a couple of days ago, September 17th. Uh, a very good read, very in-depth. And basically, folks, if you haven't updated your Apple devices, um, hey, PSA over here, do it now. It, it would be wise, right? Like I, so. I literally read some of this stuff on the early reporting. It's like one of the few times I'm like, damn it, I got to go do a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go plug my phone in and sit for half an hour while it does its thing and updates. But yeah, it's interesting because, you know, this this particular um, instance of spyware, again, people have been reporting on it since 2016. Yes. Um, and what makes this particular instance of it newsworthy is, is it basically requires zero interaction to infect your phone. So primarily or any before, device, maybe yeah. click a click a compromised web link that was sent to you and then interact with a web page in some way has to download and install this spyware. And the newest iteration of it, um, you, you would never know that you had these interactions at all because it's invisible. It installs itself. It jailbreaks the phone and then it has access to all of your contacts, all of your photos, all of your data, all of your messages and anything and, and, more, and more and more and more and more and more and more. So, I mean, it was, it's, it's absolutely mind boggling. So Apple issued an emergency software update for this critical vulnerability. All right. That was, um, you know, back just a Monday or so ago. Interestingly enough, the reason Canada comes up, you know, before the break and now is citizens lab in Canada, I believe are being accredited with discovering this, um, particular vulnerability. Yes. Or, or yeah. it's used. And I think they were actually the ones that, uh, discovered this initially in 2016 as well. Yeah. So the actual spyware program itself, uh, they'd received a compromised cell phone and realized that he'd been sent a, a basically a web hyperlink and had clicked through on that. And that kind of brought this Pegasus project into the, into the limelight. And so of course they've been closely interacting and involved with the research into it since then. This one's a little more difficult though. Um, 
So in the past, if we break it down, we'll make it real simple here for any of the listeners and a bunch of you probably already know this. There'd be a link, somebody would click on it, whatever, something, you know, bad stuff would happen. They could at least isolate those types of things and go, okay, this is the link and let's start here. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, but then basically drill down into what it's exposing and how it's doing its thing. The reason this one's so fascinating is because there was no click. There was no link. Yes, yes. And they, and they haven't really gotten into the specifics of how that particular exploit mm-hmm. works yet, uh, which is completely understandable, um, simply because you wouldn't want to give away the details before you get everything patched up and buttoned up. Uh, but it is kind of terrifying because, you know, if you have a an identifiable instance that led to an infection, then you can kind of repeat those steps and reverse engineer and figure out what you're dealing with. Uh, and again, this latest iteration, I, my understanding is that it used uh, multiple different vulnerabilities, uh, depending uh, to kind of weasel its way into your system. Yeah. And, so, it, and you know, it, as reported out of the, from the New York times, they're basically saying the, this came from the uh, NSO group in Israel um, and it was developed and who knows why it was developed initially, what they were up to, who they were selling it to. Well, they, uh, they, they claim they sell to governments for legitimate reasons. But in fact, the citizens lab based up there out of the university of Toronto, I believe um, that was not the case of the phone that they found the vulnerability on. So, yeah, I mean, anytime you have privatized mercenary intelligence organizations and whatnot, um, there's, Definitely potential for corruption, I think, or, or abuse. Absolutely. Uh, because this, you know, this software has been found on, you know, various heads of states, uh, personal cell phone devices, their families. Uh, it's been found, you know, for journalists. It's been utilized, my understanding, by like the Mexican drug cartels. And the president, of, on and the president of France probably wasn't too happy, I think. Yeah, Macron was on the list, he was allegedly. On the list. So, yeah, allegedly. I mean, essentially, you know, this level of exploit is applicable to any existing Apple device out there that hasn't been properly updated, which, you know, I think we came across the number 1.6 billion devices were vulnerable. So if anybody got this, this software into their hands, there was no stopping it. Yeah. Uh, And it's, that's a terrifying thought. Well, and it's terrifying because of this um, zero click capability, which is sort of the penultimate in the world of compromising things. Yeah, it's definitely the proverbial bee's knees. You know, typically if you were trying this, you, you might get an innocuous email or a compromised email from a friend or family member and and, and not so sus- suspicious link perhaps sent to you and you'd click through and your web browser would do a thing. But this there, that just doesn't exist. Yeah. So the, the working theory, what I can glean out of what I've been reading on this is somehow, right? you would come across an image in that image, how it's handled by the particular environment it was in or ecosystem of Apple, they found a a compromise. So simply by looking at something somewhere, they have, they, again, they don't go into detail. I, I, yeah, I can read lot. between the lines and go, yeah, I wouldn't go into what I know about a thing either. Yeah. Not for a while, you know, yeah, I'm sure at some point there'll be a white paper done on this and you can read yeah. up on exactly what happened. But. So they mentioned, you know, they mentioned GIFs, they mentioned PDFs. Um, there's some other mentions. 
one of the interesting things I saw was uh, just the the file size was a little askew. Oh, compared to a normal. Right. Yeah, well, so that, for, I mean, that makes sense, you know. For the listeners, if, like... If, 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 if a if, file type is carrying a, say, nefarious payload, that's going to take up extra data compared to an average file yes. of a similar type, right? So maybe that's... Some of the tradecraft, I believe, that they would use hunting down a thing is, why is this particular thing larger than this, you know, the cat meme yeah. is, um, you know... Because it came from a higher resolution camera, of course. Yeah. No. <laughs> But you would mention that, you know, going in the world of uh, TIFFs and stuff, you know, to be able to layer this. We, I thought this was fascinating, folks. So before we recorded tonight, we were talking about different theories of things. And Brandon brought up just the ability to do a transparent level. Yeah, just my hypothesis on, on the thing is. I kind of like uh, this one. Certain, certain image file types allow, allow transparency. So, you know, we look at a thing on a screen and typically if you're not involved in the world of design or photography or, or what have you. Um, you think of a, like a blank image in a document as, as being white or black or whatever the background color is, but that's not necessarily the case with some of these files. They can be transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they're able to embed whatever this software is into an image file format, and that's how the exploit was taken, my thought was, well, why not put it into a transparent image uh, that's just not visible to the person looking at it. And then it could be embedded anywhere. You would never even know you saw something you didn't mean to see because you couldn't see it because it's layered over top of something else you're interacting with. Um, yeah. Or it's just the the space between the image and the edges of the image. Yeah. I mean, it could, there's it could all be anything, sorts right? of places you could put it's nefarious code. Yeah. It's all over. You don't even see it. It's kind of like COVID these days, but we're not going to go there today. Yeah. <laughs> so. Not today. We will be doing an update on that. But uh, yeah, this is kind of scary stuff though. I mean, I can't imagine that, um, you know, Tim Cook's too happy about this. No, no, definitely not at all. Um, Because it's got to be an extraordinary cost, right? You know, to get the phone call, whatever. It's Friday afternoon and, you know, Citizen Labs (laughs) phones up so-and-so over at Apple. And they're like, hold on, who are we putting you through to? And they're like, uh, yeah, just get, get, get Tim on the phone. Like we got, we got a fucking problem over here. Rapidly turn around a solution. And you know, companies like Apple, they have bounty programs for these exploits to begin with. I did not know that. Yeah. So Apple's, I I did actually did Apple's pays, I think up to $200,000 per exploit. So it encourages, you know, your quote unquote white hat hackers to burrow down, find these vulnerabilities report them to Apple, they receive a bounty, and then they never get used for purposes like this. Unfortunately, Mm. we have a black market that pays a little bit more than $200,000. So that technologies like this can be developed and implemented. Uh, So it's a constant cat and mouse game. Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. I I just can't imagine the money and the time and and just the brain power needed to address something like this. Yeah. Well, and just the, Oh fuck scramble of it all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know? truly. Right. It's, I mean, because it's one thing if, if some, you know, good Samaritan says, Hey guys, I was poking around in your source code and I found a, I found something you want to take a look at. Yeah. The hush. You know, they've got yeah. kind of a, an on-ramp, but to go, Hey guys, um, this, this, software is out there spying on people right now and it's using an exploit in your operating system. You might want to get it fixed. Yeah. Also the news is reporting it tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, yeah there's a get, thing, right? Get ahead get, of get it, thing, get in right? front of yeah. it. Right. I can't imagine the, uh, the amount of just sweaty armpits and 
hysteria that goes think, on behind the scenes. Do you think? Where, do you think? Oh Sun, my god! Do, damage. Do you think Sundar happened? Do you think Sundar over there at Google was like somebody called him and he was like had to actually like wake up and have a conversation? You know, I'm referring to the CEO of Google, and he was like, "Us, us, us." Anybody mention? Oh, thank God, I can go back to sleep now. Yeah, right. <laughs> And then, you know, maybe, you know, sends Tim like a note, like, sorry, buddy, <laughs> let, us, let us know <laughs> like if we can help. For the team. Well, and my understanding is that there's a version of this software for Google Android yes. devices, essentially, but uh, it's much less prolific as far as we know. Interesting. For the time being. So I think, yeah. I think I read somewhere there's only oh, been maybe a handful, just a handful, like two or three uh, Android devices compromised by that particular version. Uh, which makes me wonder lovely if they weren't able to hide it better on an Android device than on an iOS device based on the way those systems work. Um, total speculation on my part there, but I'd be, I'd be very curious uh, to see what comes out in the future regarding that. Yeah, this is, this is just mind boggling. I mean, the, the, the thing is, you know, governments around the world have to worry about a bunch of stuff including other governments around the world. But if you're like certain governments in certain countries, I would think you, you would worry that, you know, messing with companies like Google or Apple and people's ability to feel safe and communicate is, is about as destabilizing as we could, we could get to. Right. Yeah. And I don't think they care. You know, you don't? The information that can be gleaned is, I think, far outweighs the <coughs> cost of trust and whatnot to those particular governments. I, know, I mean, if I was like if I was cooked over at Apple, I'd the be citizens like, just of, of those countries are already used to being surveilled and everything else. So their own citizens, that, that's oh just the God. life they live. And then in the in the global ecosystem, they're just like, haha, fuck you guys. That's what we do over here. You know, and we and we back and forth. Round and round it goes. So, yeah, I'm just thinking just the, the, the catastrophic size and level of like these shockwaves that must move through a, you know, a couple of trillion dollar company like Apple that goes, how many devices? Well, all, you know, we'll just your 1.6 billion of them. <laughs> anything, oh, really? Anything that hasn't been updated with the patch you haven't created yet. Yeah. <laughs> Go start yeah, the clock. It's, I can't imagine. I, I sympathize. Six for days. It the people over there working for Apple when these things happen or, or at Google, when they happen to Google or, or any software company, you know, okay. solar winds recently in the yeah. last year or so. And that was pretty massive uh, for Microsoft and whatnot. Um, yeah. To be a fly on the wall in those. Oh my rooms. God. <laughs> Just hear the conversations. Or from the other uh, side, you know, whoever fascinating, whoever, you know, created this nefarious thing and they're like quietly not mention it to anybody. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, they found it. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> well, yeah. If you created it, you're not you're not talking to anybody. It's only valuable if people don't know it exists. There you go. So you you quietly sell it to a few buyers that have very deep pockets, and they get you know, in this instance, five or six years of use out of it. So money well spent. Yeah. This one and, not uh, this one not as long. So I I believe they think somewhere between February and March of. Yeah, this particular this exploit, particular. but it was still installing the same spyware package. Right, right. It so was just it was just a different delivery mechanism, essentially. So, so picture, folks, when we mentioned Pegasus, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, Brandon. This is sort of a this is a suite of 
really bad things. So it's not one flying horse. It's more like the flying monkeys, right? In the Wizard of fucking Oz. Yeah, well, we can give them the structure <laughs> of how they... So the exploits it uses, they have multiple methods of delivery, obviously right. some being better than others. And then the package itself, there it is. And uh, it it's fascinating because we didn't even get into things like, and probably not going to have time to tonight, but once this thing's installed, it reaches out to basically a, a control server that kind of directs what it's supposed to do on the device that mm. it's landed on because they know who's, you know, who they're targeting. Um, and so it'll, it has the capability to self-destruct essentially. So if it can't reach its server within 60 days, boop, they can also remotely say, boop, and it's just gone and you never even know it was there. Uh, so like, it's fascinating. Well, very intelligently developed and designed stuff here. Like the flying monkeys on the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> you and the damn flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz all the time. But, they, you know, it terrified me as a, as a kid I watching know, those things. I, I think it terrified you a lot of people. some trauma from that. Yeah. I would, you know, I wasn't expecting them. And then all of a sudden the witch, you know, launches them. But yeah, I don't know. Pegasus might be the wrong branding. I mean, I, I don't know. Do, do we want to go into the etymology of Pegasus or somebody just called it Pegasus and then we're just going to go with that? I, I think it makes sense because it, it, it essentially is a, is a Trojan horse virus, but it can fucking fly. Maybe that's sure, the thing, it, right? It can, fly. Like it, it can travel <laughs> okay, okay. through the internet. It makes, to enough. me, it makes sense that Pegasus was the name. So you didn't have to push it at that or if the, uh, the people that discovered it, like yeah. that's the code name. Um, so instead of pushing the big wooden Trojan horse, this thing just flies yeah, around like and you does knock, you knock on the gates, right. And leave this present out there. This one just flies, flies over. over the wall <laughs> and then bam, there hey, it is. Your horse has arrived. Oh shit. Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah. So interesting. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, incredibly mind boggling. Um, but yeah, people should be concerned. Yes. Always. Yes. And people should, you know, update their phones for these very reasons and their PCs and whatnot. Yeah. And, in, in, in folks, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say I drag my feet on a few things here and there, but, um, you know, and, and again, this is, this often feels like, you know, yet there's another thing out there yet. There's another compromise out there. It's a world of cat and mouse. It's a world of tech. Yeah. This one's a biggie. And when they're going around the clock at Apple, I think what just a six days or so and yeah. get a thing out there. Yeah, it turn, um, turns out I, I don't think I don't speak for Apple, but I can't imagine they enjoy pushing operating system updates that don't effectively do anything <laughs> yeah, to, for to, them. To, right. Or add add to the user experience, right. uh, which keeps people engaged with Apple products and whatnot. Because right. and this was everything. So this is, the, you know, it's the watch. It's the, you know, nothing against Apple. It's just their ecosystem. And they, they were able to successfully do a thing. But this is iPads. This is all of it. I mean, this could worm its way in wherever. Yeah, my understanding to. is anything iOS or Mac OS were affected yes. by this. So, so just a PSA there for folks. Yeah, that most of our listeners probably know a lot of this uh, stuff. Uh, anyhow, update your stuff. That's yeah. That's what I have to say about it. Which I'm pretty good about doing that anyway. But you know me. Yeah, no, you're very good about it. I'm just, you know, it's like I haven't used that thing in a week or two. Oh shit, I need to update it. Yeah, yeah. whatever. It's gotten better. It's gotten easier. So. Then another month goes by and, oh, I forgot I'm about kidding. that, but I'm, I'm expecting a phone call. So I've got to wait another week. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Can't, can't be offline for 30 minutes. Yeah, Not exactly. Nice. So folks, if you haven't go do that and, uh, you know, keep a lookout because if this thing's in one ecosphere, then chances are it's other places as well, I would imagine. Yeah. And there's always 
something else right around the corner. Yeah. So. Maybe, you know, hopefully not this big, but uh, yeah. And then I'll uh, Google doodles. We'll do, we'll do a thing. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll post I'm it to I'm, the I'm going to dive down that rabbit hole and see um, if, if we can't pull an episode out on Google doodles. Which oh, is so absolutely. Hard to say. There's one there. I don't even want to do one because Google doodle, Google doodle. It's like a tongue twister if you say it over and over. No, well, here, here's but the thing. I think thing. it'll be interesting because my prediction is, one, we're going to find some really cool Google doodles uh, from other countries that we've never seen. Uh, we're also going to find some that were displayed in the United States that are about things we've never thought about. Right. Um, and so just what a plethora of information and, and branches to go out on that little podcast tree. Yeah. Uh, so I, be kind I, of would, fun. I would imagine we'll pull together a Google doodle. Jesus, it's hard to say. Well, maybe we're Google doodle. What we're going to have to Google but, doodle. Sorry. Here's the, here's the thing though. So, you know, maybe we're, we're going to have to actually, you know, change things up and record on a Tuesday. So we don't have a case of the Mondays trying to say Google doodle 15 <laughs> times <laughs> on, a, three, on a Monday. Three times in a row. Google doodle. Google. Yeah. But I just see, I got one out. I got one out. It's just clearly, rough. clearly Monday. Yeah. So anyway, I think we're uh, yeah. diverging from. Uh, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that election. And uh, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Canada, for finding the thing. I'm sure. Tim was happy to be woken up. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that and we'll get back to you about the uh, Google doodles. And we'll, and we'll post that article I referenced earlier on the on the spheres of interwebs or whatever. Yeah. It's a pretty good, good one. Good starting point. So anyhow, want to leave it there? I think that's a good place to stop. All right, till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.